Yeah, keep on going. Keep on going, yeah. Hi, sweetheart. Thank you for that up there. I haven't forgotten the offering. The offering's going to be there after we're done with this thought that I have to give you this morning. If you have your Bibles, um, turn with me to Ephesians chapter 5, the first two verses. Um, I'm, I'm also thankful that the parking lot has sound today, too. First two weeks, they didn't have sound, so we got them plugged in. So we want to say hi to Tim and Jane, especially and Charlie out there. No, Charlie's back there. Good. Are you hearing, Charlie? He said, no, I'm not hearing. <laughs> I want to read Ephesians chapter 5 here in a minute, but um, I want to talk to you about this whole thing of, of um, generosity. And... Uh, and uh, the idea of um, having an amazing transformation happen in our lives, when we, when we finally get to a point of, of trying to be imitators of who God is in our lives, um, and not just a, a um, how do you say it, not just a, a general generosity, but I, I want to talk to you about a radical ge- generosity that changes everything. Everybody is generous, I think, to some point. Some way, somehow, the meanest person in the world can still be generous, can't they? To something. And uh, I think that's good. But I want to talk to us about being radical in our generosity and how that changes everything. And um, the more radical we become, I think, with the more we live out uh, Ephesians chapter 5. Um, and we become imitators of God. And, and we become um, reflections of who Jesus Christ is in our lives. Well, at 10 o'clock every morning, uh, I try to say it at least once, if not three or four times. Our goal, our goal to be there at 10 o'clock every morning is to just to have a chance to get more of Christ in our life every day. And that's what I'm talking about here. That's what uh, I think um, radical generosity is about. And, and, um, and make no um, bones about it, I'm talking about being um, imitators of, of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And it causes us to think, you know, well, gosh, we'll never um, become like Christ. And, um, and I know that I won't. I've got still too many flaws. But um, I'm working on them. There's only two, but, you know. <laughs> Phyllis Ann would give you a lot more than that. But uh, uh, we want to keep doing our best um, um, because Jesus gave us the perfect thing of radical generosity, if you didn't know it. It's in um, um, uh, in the second book of Corinthians, chapter 8, verse 9. It goes like this. You know, you're you're familiar. You understand this. With the generosity of our master, Jesus Christ, rich he was. Rich he was. He gave it all away for us. In one stroke, he became poor. And in the process, we became rich. That's radical generosity. To give up everything you have. The glories of heaven, being in the presence of God constantly. To give that up, that's radical, friends. That's not just a generosity. It's not just, for God so loved the world. You know? It's way beyond that. It's way beyond that to understand that God loved us so much that Jesus said, okay, Dad, I'll go. Send me. Oh, my goodness. Um, And he did it um, for all of us just at the right time. Um, let me read this verse for it with you together. Um, 
Let's read, read it with me. Will you? Let's read it together this morning. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and a sacrifice to God. Wow. My friends, <laughs> that is the word of God for all of his children today. <clears throat> Therefore, be imitators of God. If we are to be imitators of God, then we need to be more than just generous. We need to be radically trying to uh, change people's lives, touch people's hearts, you, uh, give people love, uh, give them something that they, they um, desperately need and want, but don't know how to get it or where to find it. We are to be that people, that people to be imitators of God as his children, and then listen to it, walk in love, as Christ gave, up his, gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering, as that sacrifice. So when people come around us, they should smell something good. Smell something good, and I think it's extravagant generosity. If you go back in Ephesians, just a couple verses in chapter 4, verse 32, listen to what Paul says before he gets there to be imitators. He says, he says in verse 32 of chapter 4, Be kind to one another tenderhearted, forgiving each other. Let me, let me read, read that again. Be kind to one another. That's, I, I'm thinking, friends, anybody can be generous and be kind to somebody sometime. Be tenderhearted. Have compassion, in other words, for people. But then he comes up with this one. Forgiving each other. Forgiving each other. And then he talks about... The, Radical generosity. He says you need to forgive each other just the way God has forgiven you in Christ. Now, I, I wanna, I'm just going to focus on that right there. I think that if we want to be imitators of God, we need to learn to be generous, radically generous people who forgive others. Probably one of the hardest things in the world to do to forgive somebody. I want to tell you, be kind to one, other, one another um, and, and be tenderhearted. But doggone it, forgive each other the way you have been forgiven by God. Now, my, my premise is this. You can't give away what you don't have. And too many times in generosity, we give away what we don't have because we don't care about it. But when you're talking about generous, uh, uh, radical generosity, there's a, there's a line there that says I, I've got to do something more than I can imagine. And there's no way that we can um, forgive people, you know, unless we have been, unless we listen to this verse in verse 32 of chapter 4, forgiving each other, why? Just the way that God has forgiven you in Christ. Now here's my dilemma. The, the reason I think we don't have have um, the generosity that we need, that radical generosity, is because you wouldn't believe, you wouldn't believe, and you know it. Sitting here in this sanctuary today, you know it. There's people that should be here that aren't here because somebody hasn't forgiven them. Amen? Be with me here now. Grab a hold of this. I want to, I want to tell you, I can't even begin. I wish I had a nickel. I wouldn't have to. I could go buy a brand new red truck. <laughs> yeah. All the... All the now, now hang on to this. Remember, you can't give away what you don't have. 
all the people that I'm talking about are people who are in church, Christians. And they walk up to me and they say, you know, I know you, what you're saying about this forgiveness and all this stuff, but really I can't forgive whoever it is. You know, I'm just ticked off at them. I, I, I can't forgive them. And, and, and my heart breaks when somebody says that, that I can't forgive. Do you know what you're saying? Go back to verse 30, 32 of verse four, or chapter 4, and you'll see what they're saying. They're saying, I don't know about God's forgiveness. I don't know about God's forgiveness is what they're saying. They're saying, I don't know if I've been forgiven by God because I can't forgive somebody who, for whatever reason it was, I, I, I don't even really care what reason it is. It could be the worst thing in the world. But if we want to be radical in our generosity, we have to learn the very basics of who Christ is and be imitators of him. And he forgave you a lot more than what that person did to you. Amen? We should pose two questions in our hearts. When we have that thing that we can't forgive, gosh, do we have... All of a sudden here, I'm sorry for you that are sitting here and have to hear this because the guilt's going to be really bad on you. But that's good, amen? That's good, isn't it? Amen? We need guilt. So we can give what we don't have because we've got to get it. And guilt does that for us, I hope. There's a question, two questions I, I think you should, I, I pose to one person because um, they're, they are asking the questions. But well, a question we should ask is, if I did what they did to somebody else, hmm, would God forgive me? If I did, you know, whatever it is that that person you can't forgive, if, if I did that, and then you're sitting here saying to yourself, being, you know, pious and braggadocious, I'd never do that. Well, let me tell you, you've done something equivalent. Amen? You've done something just as bad. Don't... Listen to it <laughs> in First uh, John, you know, um, chapter 1, verse 9. He says, if we say we have no sin, we're a liar. We lie to three people. We lie to God, we lie to ourselves, and we lie to the one that we don't like. And James says, whoever, whoever it is that keeps the law, all the law, in James chapter 2, verse 10, whoever keeps all the law yet stumbles on that one, they've messed them all up. Messed them all up. Oh my. We should ask ourselves, if I did what that person did, would God forgive me? You see, to be a radical, generous person, you have to answer that question. And the, question, the answer to the question is what? Yes, he would forgive me. Yes, he would forgive me. And believe it or not, it's not would he forgive me. He has forgiven you. Amen? Are you grabbing a hold of this? Do you want to be a radical generosity person today, generous person today that says, no matter what goes on, I don't care, I'm going to do this because this is what I have. You see, and most people are radical generous people because they don't have and don't understand that God has forgiven them for all the things that they've done. A second question that we need to ponder when we have somebody that... Um, um, has done a dastardly deed to us. I always use Anne Ethel. There's no Anne Ethel's in here, is there? Uh, Anne Ethel, you know, she's always causing problems, causing anxiety. I hate to have her over for dinner because she know, you know she's going to say some ugly things and you're going to get in a fight and it's going to be terrible. 
So we just don't invite her. <laughs> Second question we need to ask, not only have I done what they did, but is there anything that I've done that God would not forgive me for? And the answer is, no, thank you. The answer is, see, radical generosity would be screaming. So is there anything that God, that you have done that God would not forgive? And the answer is, no. Yeah, that's getting a little bit better. Gosh, gosh, friends, I, I, I need to tell you that if you look at verse 32, we are to forgive each other just as Christ has forgiven us. Everything that you have done, everything that you're going to do wrong from this day on forward, God has forgiven you. Is there anything that he cannot forgive? Gosh, I'm, oh, I don't even want to go there. I, I'm telling you, I stand here before you, uh, a, a, an evil, mean person, forgiven by God. Forgiven by God. There's nothing that I... You see, radical Christianity, radical generosity says, oh my goodness, I can't believe that he's forgiven me for all these ugly things that I've done in my life. And, and, and then, if we want to be radically generous, we need to learn that God forgave that person that we can't. That God forgave that person that we can't forgive. And sometimes they come back and ask for forgiveness. And even then, it's hard to be radical in our generosity and say, you are forgiven. If we confess our sins, John says to us, he is faithful. God is faithful and righteous to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all of our unrighteousness. I want to share with you that we, if we are going to learn to imitate God, there's a whole slew of things we've got to do, but for some reason, God put it on my heart that we need to talk about being that radical, generous person who is willing to forgive because it's such a, it's such a, a downer today. Churches are dying because of people that are mad at the church, mad at somebody in the church, or Aunt Ethel did this, and I'm never going back there. Or they moved into that sanctuary again. Oh, jeez, what'd they do that for? I'm not going back. Oh, I think I'll go back now that they're in there. You know, we'll never satisfy everybody. Can you hear me okay? You all hearing me all right? Yes. Roger, are you hearing me? Okay, good. Praise God. The question we need to understand and put in our heart is this, friends. Why am I here? Why am I here? Just to be a generous person or am I here to be a radical generous person? And I think we as Christians settle too often to be generous and say, it's okay. It's okay, you know, that I don't forgive so-and-so. Because after all, you don't know what they did. And I listen, but usually I don't care. Because the point is, is not that what they did, it's what you're doing. To be a radical, generous Christian you have to listen to verse 2 of our scripture today and give ourselves up the way he did for us. It's not about us. What are we here for, you know? 
We're here to help people find Jesus Christ, aren't we? We're here to help people find Jesus Christ and then to grow in that faith. It's about us being willing. Um, I'm going to, it just came to my mind again. Uh, I don't know why the walls of these two buildings, this and FLC, aren't exploding. Because you people are the greatest people in the world. Did you all hear that? I think you're the greatest people in all the world. But we as a group of people need to quit being generous and start being radically generous with everything that we do. And the only way we do that is become imitators of God. Forgiving others the way that he is forgiving us. We are to be, 10 o'clock, here's a 10 o'clock saying. I say it every, every 10, 10.30 or 20 to 11, I say, whatever you do, be a reflection of Christ's love today. That's radical generosity. We can say, you know, people know that we um, attend church. They know that we're here. They know that you're here because if you're talking about it or doing anything with it, everybody knows where you're at. The only difference that I want us to, to know is that they, they know you're crazy. Amen? That you're crazy in love with God so much that, that whenever they yell at you for some stupid reason at work or at home or wherever it's at, you don't respond the same way and you just give them generosity. You give them radical generosity and say, oh, I love you too, man. Sorry, I'm not living up to your standards. It's a whole different story when we decide to give away what we have. And listen, listen to this very closely. If you can't give forgiveness, it's because you don't have it. It's a simple statement. You don't know how much God has loved you. You don't understand that the nails didn't hold him to the cross. It was a broken heart for you, for me, that he died on the cross. Amen? When we get that, and then we can give away um, things that matter in this world the most. Radical generosity. Now, as we, we think about that and understand that we are to be radical in our generosity with our forgiveness, with our time, with our, with our um, um, talent. Our talent, isn't this is just fantastic? Being in this building and all that it took, Jeff put up the, the um, monitor this week and praise God for that, you know? When do we look the most like Jesus, my friends? It's when we give radically of our time and, and our forgiveness, um, our talents, our love, and our money. You know, um, we can give away, but radically give away um, means a lot more. Of somebody, I mean, this has taken a lot of time to get us in here, a lot of money, a lot of issues to get here. People, people's feelings were hurt, you know? That's because we're doing something. You, don't wanna, you want people who have not hurt feelings, don't do anything. Well, then you'll get the people who want to do something. To hurt. Oh, never mind. <laughs> it's, a, it's crazy, isn't it? So we're going to take up our offering here in just a minute. And the reason we're taking up our offering now is because we want to dedicate these offerings. And if you've, if you've put together um, a pledge card and thought about it and prayed about it and wanted, wanted, to say to every, wanted to say to God, this is what I'm going to try to do next year. 
That's what I'm going to try to do next year. Finance needs that. Finance needs it. So if you don't have the card done today and you want to give it to a financier, just do that again. But um, um, they need to know whether we can do these things that, that, that are all about being radically, being a radical, generous church as a group. Amen? Well, I don't want to leave, leave it. If you don't know Jesus Christ, friends, and don't know his forgiveness, if you have that person right now that's on your heart that you can't forgive and say, Lord, I'm sorry about that. Help me forgive. Then here's how you get it. You invite Jesus into your heart. Ask him to be the Lord of your life. Ask him to help you become an imitator of who he is. We don't give away what we don't have, friends. I see it in the book of, uh, book of Acts. If you want to read it, it's a great story. The book of Acts, chapter 3. John and, and Peter are walking up to the temple gate. And there's a guy there, lame, beggar. Beggar, wanting some money. Wanting some money. And he asks Peter and John for some money. And Peter gives back a great answer of what I'm trying to say to you today. He says, money we don't have, but what we do have, I will give you. And he said, rise in Jesus Christ's name. And he got up and walked into that temple with him. Well, he danced into the temple. You see, it wasn't the money that that guy needed. What it was that he needed, what they had in their hearts, Jesus Christ. If you don't have him in your heart, today is the day. Don't think tomorrow's the day. Today is the day to invite him into your life. Let's pray before we take our offering up, okay? Lord, thank you for this... um, challenge in our hearts to be radical today and to give away what we have. And if we don't know you as our Lord and Savior today, help us to satisfy that problem. Help us to deal with it right now. Help us to, in our hearts, just say that simple, simple prayer. You made it so simple, Lord. Simple prayer goes like, like this. You say it with me in your heart or say it out loud even. Heavenly Father, I accept your forgiveness today in your son, Jesus Christ. I have tried to do this by myself and it hasn't worked out well. So I need your, your saving grace, Lord. I trust you and I put my life in your hands and I pray that you'd help me to become a generous follower of yours, a radically, radical generous follower of yours today. I pray this in your son's name today, Lord. My Lord and my Savior my soon-coming king. And all of God's children said, Amen. Amen. If the